to the lost souls, the disintegrated spirits, the wanderers, the dreamers, and the seekers. Welcome to the Embodied Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Danielle McGinnis. Our work in this podcast will be to foster healing, transformation, self-expression, creativity, and the development of consciousness. So with our intentions grounded firmly, let's settle in and do some integration work. Hey friends, happy Sunday and welcome back to another episode of the Embodied Podcast. If you guys are loving what you're hearing on the show, I would really appreciate it if you slid over to iTunes, dropped a five-star rating or a written review and just let me know what you are loving about the show and what you want to hear more of. Those ratings and reviews help get the show organically into more ears and more souls across the world. So if you've already done that, thank you so much. So before we kick off today's episode, I just want to do a little housekeeping and just let you guys know what workshops I have coming up this week. So on Tuesday, April 5th, I will be hosting a workshop in the Transformation Collective. This month, my workshop is going to be centered around energy of Aries. The ruling planet of Aries, astrologically, would be Mars. And so I'm going to talk about the wars waged within. And Hillman once said, yet Mars wants more reflection. So the sign of of Aries is the ram. He says the ram does not pull back to consider. An iron takes no polish in which it can see itself. Mars demands penetration towards essence, pushing forward ever further into the tangle of danger. And danger now lies in the unthought thicket of our numbed minds. And so Hellman's assertion there is to play with this forceful, assertive, going forward energy of Mars to really penetrate the the numbness that we have perpetuated in our minds. And so I'm going to kick off this month in the Transformation Collective with a discussion on the archetypal significance of Mars energy in our lives. And like I said, Aries was the god of war, competitive courage, and he was full of ardor and the assertiveness to push forward and so my interest in this workshop is to discuss our own archetypal relationships with war and not so much collectively as we may touch on that but personally so how does the god of war show up within you how does this capacity for assertiveness move through psyche Um, does the inner environment of war reflect any outer wars that you're waging and some of the shadows to watch out for this Aries season is, you know, being really impatient, feeling misdirected, forcing things, lacking diplomacy, and keeping everything very centered around yourself. And so we're going to talk about that in the workshop. So this coming Tuesday, April 5th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I will put the link in the show notes where you can drop in to that workshop if you're interested and then on friday of this week i'm going to be hosting my second conversation in my wounded woman workshop series 
the topic of discussion is on the second chapter of the book, The Sacrifice of the Daughter. There were some people who dropped into the first call who hadn't read the book, but it was such a fruitful conversation. This workshop series was one that I kept open so that if you're interested in having conversations about the archetypal significance of these masculine feminine dynamics in the psyche in particular the archetypal father then this friday at 7 p.m eastern standard time i will be hosting my second workshop so i will put the link to that so you can drop into that as well and then finally april 24th my fiance and i have our next book club for the book trauma in the soul by donald cowshed and so we're going to be diving in and taking a psycho spiritual approach to working with trauma so really really excited for all of those and you can find all of those offers in the show notes so getting into today's content i wanted to go over A quote that I had pulled from one of my essays that I had written last semester, I think, yeah, a couple months ago, and the quote from the essay was, the process of working with the shadow rather than against it frees us from these imprisoning hierarchies of dualistic consciousness and allows a new perspective of what is rather than what the ego believes should be. And I think that this is really um, a really important quote for us to contemplate on because something that has really, I've been contemplating on myself is what this with, working with in that type of consciousness that moves around withness, what that actually means and how, how do we cultivate that and When I was writing a post on Instagram about this quote, something that had come to mind was I heard Brene Brown talking about these different forms of power. And there were like four different forms of power that she had quoted to use. And it was power to, power over, power with, and power within. And personally, I feel like most of us are caught in prioritizing power to, so power to do something or power to succeed and power over, so power over our feelings, power over our workouts, power over our partners and there's not really a great emphasis on power with, especially when we're doing inner work. Right, All of the examples I gave to you with power to and power over, besides power over our emotions, were in context to the outside world. But I like to pull things into the inner world and really start to ask the questions about like, okay, where, because we feel inherently so powerless to the numinous energy of the unconscious emotions images, dreams, what have you, I think that leaves us sometimes in this compensatory powering over what's happening inside of us. You know, a lot of people come to me working with a fundamental basis of um, 
kind of generalized anxiety and the their perspective when they first come in is that I have to get rid of this and I have to figure out strategies to get over this to power over this and get through it rather than creating creating and cultivating a space where we can source power with these inherent archetypal experiences that are happening within us I think it's so important that with consciousness is emphasized and a reason why I think this happens is because I think that because psychologically in our psychological our mainstream psychological predisposition is that it's all centered around the I it's all centered around ego it's ego psychology it's to make you feel better it's about helping you navigate the world better and I I think a shadow of that is actually believing that the darkness within you has to be conquered. You have to power over it instead of relating to it. And I think that in the realm of shadow, um, I've done a couple episodes on, you know, the psychodynamics of, of shadow work and what I think that the shadow is but like in a really basic sense it feels to me as if the psychological shadow is anything that is quote-unquote othered in the psyche so anything that feels dissonance when it's coming into contact with your sense of self and so if there is anxiety that threatens your sense of self if there's fear if there's anger if there's even joy that threatens your sense of self we tend to other those things and oftentimes you can see this in the dream world because people will bring in a dream and they're very quick to go over dreams that are comfortable and make them feel better as opposed to those dreams or nightmares that have those very strange othered characters or situations in them. And I think that those dreams are actually a doorway into creating a relationship with the unconscious. I wanted to read a little section out of a book and the book is Meeting the Shadow and it has a a bunch of different um, essays in there from different authors. But this is by Edward Whitmont, and it's talking about the evolution of the shadow. But he says, The term shadow refers to the part of the personality which has been repressed for the sake of the ego ideal. Since everything unconscious is projected, we encounter the shadow in projection, in our view of the other. As a figure in dreams or fantasies, the shadow represents the personal unconscious. It is like a composite of the personal shells of our complexes and thus is the doorway to all deeper transpersonal experiences. Practically speaking, the shadow more often than not appears as an inferior personality. However, there can be positive shadow qualities, but we tend to identify or get consumed by the negative qualities. So that's just a little psychological basis for the shadow. But if we're thinking about working with our othered material, a starting point is because sometimes the inner world is so scary for a lot of people, starting 
in those places in your life where you other people or you other groups of people or beliefs or systems and we say that that's them not me there's like a a really deep repulsion or pushing away of that and that can lead you into a deeper awareness of where maybe you're trying to create power over something so solidifying your beliefs because you don't believe in the beliefs of other people and you can not agree with somebody's beliefs and still not other them so you can have that withness consciousness where okay we're in this together this whole thing we call human life and we can disagree without you becoming something negative something bad something terrible because if we catch ourselves in the outer world othering then that gives us a doorway into those spaces within ourselves that we other. An example that's coming to mind is a client that I'm working with that struggles with different patterns associated with an eating disorder. And rather than working against or trying to power over the eating disorder, for me, I think that it's so important that we work with the eating disorder because as I said in the beginning quote that actually gives us a wider perspective of what is happening psychologically rather than what we think should be happening because I think when we get into the places where we go into what should be happening it distorts our lens and we're not actually necessarily being with truth. And when we're not with truth, it's coming typically from a place of fear of being with what is. And power, I think power over, I think is sometimes a compensation for the inability to be with fear. This is just something that I'm inviting a contemplation. Where in my life do I power over? Where in my life do I operate from power with? And where in my life do I operate from power within? And even those questions, I think, can open up a perspective into your shadow work, which I think is is quite interesting. So that being said, I hope to see you guys perhaps at one of the workshops I'm operating this week. And if not, I will talk to you guys on Thursday. Bye, guys.